I'm gonna jingle your bells when you're not looking. Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah. And for Christmas, you get us. <laughs> Hot, Lucky. fresh on your podcast. And I think this is the first time since year one. This is our... Is, is this our fourth Christmas? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is our, our fourth Christmas episode of the Miseducation of Sheltered Bill. <laughs> <laughs> the first year we did a Christmas story. Correct. The next two years we replayed the Christmas story episode. <laughs> <laughs> but this year you get a fresh, hot, new Christmas episode. Because we actually remember They've been clamoring for it. I know. I well, know. and it's gonna it's gonna it's, air it's on your Christmas. Miseducation of Bill Unwrapped episode. <laughs> <laughs> We're the package. Uh. Uh, this is this is the final episode of season three. Is that what correct? We're doing? Yeah, final episode you know, of twenty twenty three. Speaking of Christmas wrapped, my uh, Spotify wrapped came in, and uh-huh. I only listened to, I listen to podcasts a lot, but on my podcast app. But on Spotify, mm-hmm. I only listen to this podcast. So this was my number one wrapped podcast. I listened to for hey. seventy two minutes. Last year, 72 total minutes. <laughs> that's fantastic. And that's the only place I ever listened uh, to it. <laughs> yeah. Also, when you opened your Spotify wrapped, it said you have the exact same listening habits as some random town in Montana. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's what I do. So you're a backwater Montana boy. <laughs> that's me. That's okay. But I, My- film it, but I filmed it in Ohio. Right. Mine said I have the same listening habits as Lynchburg. So, <laughs> yep, I get that. That tracks. Um, Good stuff. All right. Now, I'm not sure if that's Tennessee or Virginia. Oh, yeah, throwback. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll tell you what it's not. It's not Arlington. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, guys, the Arlington National Cemetery. You want to go? <laughs> Since we're at this Cowboys it's just, game in Arlington, it's just Texas. right. It's just it's just right up the street from me here in Arlington, yeah. Washington. I saw a bunch of white crosses. <laughs> they weren't even crosses; it they must were headstones. Be the place. <laughs> I didn't even see that. What other cemetery um, would have headstones? <laughs> I don't know. Um, so we're here. We watched Scrooged. We did watch Scrooge. Did watch Scrooge. Based based on the Charles Dickens classic Scrooge. <laughs> That's not what it's called, Bill. Did you watch this movie, Rick? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Recently? Why? I watched it last week with my kids and my wife. Okay, because this entire movie, they referred to the Charles Dickens classic book of Scrooge. No. But I'm just saying that's not what it's called. I know. That was ridiculous. Yeah. They couldn't get the right. rights to A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. Well, did they ever say the book Scrooge or did they just call him the thing they're making Scrooge? No, they, 
they referred to the book as Scrooge, and they referred to it as Charles Dickens' classic, Scrooge. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. It's super weird. Yeah. And speaking of which, I have trivia. So I guess unless we <laughs> want to talk that about is super beverages. Weird. I've got super weird trivia? hot coffee. You know, you asked, if I, you asked if I saw this movie. I also, uh, one week prior, the day after Thanksgiving, I went and saw A Christmas Carol live. Okay, nice. But it wasn't called Scrooge. <laughs> I have here 10 I, surprising facts about Charles Dickens. <laughs> I have a beverage. What's your beverage, oh. Ryan? I've got coffee with eggnog in it. Ooh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Ooh, I have, I have eggnog upstairs. I should go get some nog. I have coffee with peppermint, I got, peppermint cream liqueur in it. Ooh. I got that I got that nog in me. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. don't like coffee though. <laughs> it's not dog. Just no, I was gonna drink eggnog. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. And some rocks. rocks. No rum. <laughs> it's real real good for the voice on a podcast to drink nog. I think so. Get it nice and phlegmy. <laughs> I like a good piece. I like a good I like a good thick drink. You should drink a glass of eggnog and then we can pretend <laughs> we're interviewing Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, Bill. I interrupted your trivia. Let's go. That's fine. Charles Dickens wrote the classic A Christmas Carol. Or, the A Christmas Carol. Yes. False. <laughs> Rick. Yes. For one point. Uh-huh. Name one other book Charles Dickens wrote. <laughs> um, Charles Dickens. So he's not like those other guys. <laughs> no, he's just his guy. I don't have an answer to this question. War and Peace. Okay, Ryan, <laughs> can you name one other book that Charles Dickens wrote? Oh. I'm sure I could if I wasn't on a live recording. Uh, on Walden Pond. That's Ralph Waldo Emerson. Yeah. <laughs> um, which, come on. That's impressive that I knew that. It is. It's a, that's a book. Okay, wait. I want to re-answer my question. Okay. Trick question. He's never written another book. <laughs> right. Except he wrote, I mean... These are pretty obscure, you guys. <laughs> okay, um, sure. Oliver Twist. Great, uh, great, oh, e- yes. great expectations. Yep. And A Tale of Two Cities. Yes. You know, I think I knew that. But <laughs> Like I said, I would have known that if it not, wasn't a live recording right now. Ugh, yeah. Okay, well, keep going. Okay. Zero so, points. No points. No points. I'm going to keep Rick with the like first opportunity to answer him. Sure. Uh, Rick, Charles Dickens lived with a family friend and went to work at Warren's Shoe Polish Factory. At what age? This was his, Nine. This was his first job at the factory. Nine. Ryan? I'm going to say 11. Ooh. should have said a line. It, it was 12. Ryan gets the point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> At 12 years old, he got his first job working in the factory. Okay. Uh, Writing, being an author, was not Charles Dickens' dream job. 
he actually had another career that he tried and failed at first. What was it? Who's going first, Ryan? Uh, Rick, you can go first. You're behind. Um, a, a clown. <laughs> Ryan? Um, in the Navy. In the Navy. <laughs> uh, he failed at it? No, he, he wanted to be an actor, which I'm going to give mm. Rick a point for clown because that's pretty close. Nailed it. A bunch of clowns. <laughs> uh, this one's fun. This will, this will be closest without going over. Oh, okay. 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 Uh, what age was Charles Dickens when he first grew a beard? <laughs> without going over. Closest without going over. Go ahead, Rick. 32. Uh, I will say one year old. <laughs> Rick gets the point. He was in his 40s when he first grew up. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but Beard, Beard's like, how? What? When did he exist? There are portraits of him <laughs> in his 20s and 30s that show a young man who is clean-shaven with long locks of hair and an ambitious twinkle in his eye. Yeah, because nobody... I mean, Beards weren't hot whenever he was around, probably, at that age. Young young men didn't grow beards like they do now. Ryan? <laughs> Bill has a beard, too. I mean, is that what you call it? <laughs> uh... In 1847, Uh there is a portrait that was painted. The Mona Lisa. No. (laughs) Keep going. In 1847, in 1847, there was a portrait painted that people thought was a portrait of Charles Dickens in drag. Who was this portrait of? (laughs) (laughs) The Mona Lisa. (laughs) <laughs> portrait of uh, Abraham Lincoln. Uh, I'm going to go with his sister. Uh, it was his wife. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give Ryan a point for that. My wife. Yes. Yeah, they're, rel- they're related, kind of. Mm-hmm. It could have been the same person, right? Sister wife. Right. Yes. Um. Charles Dickens frequently included what in almost all of his novels? Something from his real life that he wrote into almost all of his novels. (laughs) Polio. Bowling? Polio. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Something from his life. Using a cane. (laughs) <laughs> you because of folio? The, his pets he would put his real pets into all of his stories. Uh, got it. Um, God bless us, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, final. You guys are tied at two apiece. This is for the win. Okay. It's going to be, again, right. closest without going over. Okay. How long did it take Charles Dickens to write a Christmas carol? Six days. Six days and one hour. <laughs> nice move, Ryan. <laughs> it was six weeks, Ryan Woods trivia. Yes. Oh, at least I got six. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I thought you were going to get it right on. It was going to be awesome. That would have been. That would be fun. Yeah. All right. Okay, so that was some Charles Dickens trivia. It just, How many it times? It seems really, what? really weird that they 
didn't mention it as a Christmas Carol. I just, I'm really curious to know why. Well, they, maybe they, maybe they can't. I'm thinking about the other ones right, I've ever think seen. Of how many other things refer to it? It can't be like because of copyright reasons. Well, there's no, I mean, maybe it could be, you know, like my, do you guys have a favorite, um, Scrooge movie? Um, besides the du- the DuckTales one or the Muppets? Right. Uh, no, well, it's the Muppets. The Muppets is the best. Right. One. I like, which is called the Muppets. I like the it's original. Called Muppets Christmas, is it called the Muppets Christmas Carol? Yeah. Yeah. And they refer to which, Charles Dickens book, A Christmas Carol in it. Same with, but they, same they, with Mickey's Christmas Carol. But it's also, those are both like, yeah, those might have the money to do it. Um, I used to like one. I haven't seen it in years, but when I was a kid, this doesn't sound good, but it really was. It was a Christmas Carol. It's called An American Christmas Tale. And it's Scrooge, but it's starring Henry Winkler as Scrooge. Of course. But it's actually really good. It was a good version. It, it, was, it wasn't played for laughs or anything. It's a good version of it. But that wasn't called Christmas Carol. Um, but they also, yeah, but they wouldn't have said that it was based on something not called A Christmas Carol. I just, that was just so weird. I just, I couldn't get over it. I'm still not over it. <laughs> well, you know, stuff happens. Right. But let's let's talk about Scrooged. Okay. So Has there Do you like <laughs> a Christmas Carol? Yes. I mean I like the Christmas Carol story, yes. Right. Um, how many times how many times do you think it's been made? Oh, at least a dozen. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> so here's an interesting <laughs> thing. Charles Dickens is credited as a writer on this movie. Right. (laughs) Well, because (laughs) well, that's fun. Okay, so there, so there are, there is rights to it then, because they wouldn't do that if they didn't. Well, it says, yeah. Uh, So if that's true, then they're using because they're using the story of Scrooge, but it maybe it costs even more to say Christmas Carol. Maybe. But what's funny is like in this review that I'm reading here, it's like. Bill Murray stars as a ruthless television executive pulled with pulling off a live Christmas Eve broadcast of A Christmas Carol, which is like. But that's wrong. Right. That's not what he's doing. Yeah. Right. It's based on A Christmas Carol. Right. Yeah. It's just so weird. Um, is there anyone in the world, in all of acting. Yes. Who is more, <laughs> I'm just going to be myself in everything I'm in than Bill Murray like um, Bill Murray well, doesn't act. He just I don't say he's Bill Murray. <laughs> I, I don't think there's more, but there's definitely those guys, right? I guess Christopher Walken's kind of that guy. Yeah. Although we just did Deer Hunter, and he was more acting in that one. Have you heard? So rumor has it, and no one's really proven this. Did you know Christopher Walken supposedly takes out all punctuation in scripts? That's why he talks like that. Like he just reads it however he wants to do it. Sure. Like. That's such a weird thing. And, and um, Bill Murray just ad-libs everything. Now, I think you're going to push back on this when I say uh-huh. it, but I think Tom Cruise is the same way. Tom Cruise is never not Tom Cruise. Like, and, and Tom Cruise in real life is an action hero in real life, too. So it makes, like, his, what does he do in Mission Impossible that's not Tom Cruise-y? No, but, but you're taking Mission Impossible, but you're, like, you're thinking of no. his, like, blockbuster roles. No, I'm only thinking that because I thought that's what you'd say. I think everything. Rain Man, 
uh, all this. Every, what has he ever? When has he ever been not Tom Cruise? I would say no. See, you just brought up the firm. You think he's that way in the firm? I think he's he's very meek and uh, being well, and manipulated that, in the firm. I think it's, I wasn't agreeing with more of an a, oh, okay, yeah. Because I was to say that's more of an acting job. What he does in the firm. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, okay, but like. Yeah. Anyway, but there's I think there's some people like that that you're okay just being Yeah. Yeah. What they sure. are. You know, Bill Murray is funny to me because when I was a kid, I liked Bill Murray a lot. Mm-hmm. And as I got older Oh, I know. Tropic Thunder. Right. <laughs> sure. Yep. There you go. You did it. <laughs> but the, but the, is it acting when Bill Murray's being like Steve Zissou and he's still kind of Bill Murray ish, but he's still, you know, the, all those roles. Uh, in Wes Anderson movies, yeah, is him being yeah, tired. that's true. He's, he um, stretches himself more in those. But I, I think it's so funny that who he is because, like I said, I liked him a lot when I was a kid, and this is going to track perfectly with the shit you guys talk about me. <laughs> but like, I like his old stuff better sure. because in the last twenty years, he's had this like huge resurgence and everybody thinks Bill Murray is the coolest person in the whole world. And he's so funny. And, and I watch stuff. This is like, I might get struck by lightning. So just (laughs) bear with me. If I disappear, I'm dead. Okay. Bill Murray is kind of like his newest stuff. It's not really for me that Wes Anderson and on stuff. Yeah. I feel like it's that it's Bill Murray being like ultra hipster Bill Murray. Well, and where he almost seems like he's bored. Well, he's like a, he's basically a caricature of himself right. all the time. And that's not always for me, but I like this Bill Murray and Pryor. So mm-hmm. I don't know where the line is. You like Richard Pryor too. <laughs> yeah, I do. That's not, and he, he said, also was but... always Richard Pryor, you know, also, um, but I think that of all of those like seventies Saturday night live comedians. Mm-hmm. So, and when I say that, I guess I'm thinking of like Bill Murray, Chevy Chase, and Steve Martin, and maybe okay. and like Dan, Dan and Dan Aykroyd, right? Yeah, I like I can tolerate Bill Murray the best. I like mm-hmm. Bill Murray the best in almost everything I've seen him in. Uh, Chevy Chase and Steve Martin drive me nuts. Uh, Dan Aykroyd's funny, but uh, okay. Well, so a couple things: Steve Martin isn't an SNL guy. Technically, he wasn't ever on the show. He just hosted a bunch. Yeah, he wasn't a cast member. Okay. He was on yeah. a ton in those first couple of years, though. He, yeah, yeah. Um, but he's the best. So there's no, the actual answer is he's the best one of those guys you mentioned. No, I don't like him and as then, much as Bill Murray. Oh, yeah, he's f- far better. But then if you, I think that if you looked at their bodies of work, I think I would, I think I like Dan Aykroyd better. I think I don't I, like Dan Aykroyd as a person as much right. or his later stuff. But if you went down, if you broke down their top, let's say five to 10 movies, I'd rather watch Dan Aykroyd movies. I think than Bill Murray movies. How, how many times do you think Steve Martin's been on SNL? Uh, been like been. Well, guess it depends on what you mean by that. I'm going to say just sh- showed, up, showed up in a sketch or hosted like been a host or something. I think. What I'm looking at from 2022 is probably it says guest appearances on the show. That's like impossible to say. I would say in 50 years, 50, 
64 times. <laughs> yeah, this is tw- this is 26. <laughs> okay, that so that's probably he's probably hosted 13 or 14. Right, yeah. And then uh he's been on it a bunch, you yeah. know, like short. He he comes on every time someone is in the 5 or 10 timers club or whatever right. and does that. Right. Yeah. No, he's like he's like been on it a ton. Yeah. But but that's only that's not even that's not even once a year. That's once every other year. That show's gonna be fifty in two years. Sure, but he hasn't been on once every other year. Right, right. Um. So anyway, to your to your question, Rick, about or your statement about Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd, this is what IMDb has done. So I, I'm not taking credit for this, but it they have a section called Known for right. They put up four movies that they're yep. most popular. The four that are on Bill Murray's page are Lost in Translation, Rushmore, Moonrise Kingdom, and Steve Zizou. And I think I like one and a half of those movies. Yeah. And so the ones for Dan, Dan Aykroyd are Ghostbusters, Blues Brothers, Blues Brothers 2000, and Nothing But Trouble. Love all those movies. <laughs> Blues, Brothers <laughs> Not Blues Brothers 2000. Not that one. Not that one. Um, That's my favorite of those. <laughs> Although I don't know what Nothing But Trouble is. Nothing But Trouble. You... I want to watch this podcast because it's so it's the weirdest movie. You know, when like it, it must have been the late 80s or early 90s when that movie was made when you just do any movie. 91. Like you're famous enough to just make the weirdest shit. It's just about John Candy. No. Well, anyway, all these people get trapped inside of a house because they were speeding. They go to jail and there's a judge who's like gross and it's dan Ak- I, I can't explain this movie to What's you it's the, so weird what was the one with uh gary Busey and uh julia roberts called what are you talking about there was a this is not there was a movie with the two of them that was also called something about trouble nothing but trouble all the gary Busey and julia roberts maybe i love trouble i think it was called I, I, julia and gary Busey. yes are you sure? I, I Gary Busey. I swear. The I, Gary I Busey. I swear. I have seen a movie with Gary Busey and Julie Roberts. Buddy Holly himself. I love Trouble. Someone, okay, well, someone research this for me. Someone I'm, I'm looking it up the, right now. Okay, it's not the same movie okay. by any means. I'm still going. What what era do you think this was in, Bill? Can't you just do like IMDb? I love Trouble. Well, I was on Gary Busey's page. Here, I'll do it. I just have a problem that being Gary Busey, but 1994. Here it is. Nick Nolte, not Gary Busey. Oh, yeah. Okay. There you go. That was like, there's no way she let Gary Busey around her. <laughs> he kind of looks uh, like him though. <laughs> no, they, I've always thought that they look alike, yeah. but that's, they're not the same people for sure. Um, Anyway, nothing but trouble. Let's put that on the list, Ryan. I think it might be on the list. Let's actually, put I love it's... trouble on the list too. I remember liking that movie. Mm, I bet. <laughs> sure. Let's. Ooh, what, can we? And then, is there two more trouble movies? We have a trouble month. Monkey trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I've What's seen the, it. And, the and, with... and Dunstan checks in because it's a monkey. Big, big trouble in Little China too. <laughs> we already. Damn it. Um. I'll bet we can okay. find a month of trouble. <laughs> oh, I bet. Actually, if we do, we could probably find two albums that are about trouble and just use those two movies. But anyway, let's let's get back to Scrooged. Okay, let's do Scrooged. it. Um, okay, so I like Bobcat. Is it Goldwaith? 
Is that how you say that? <laughs> Close, Close enough. Yeah. yeah. Goldthwait. It's Goldthwait. Okay. I like him in this movie. It's he's funny. He's got a funny voice. Yeah. He's really funny. He's got a funny uh, voice. He's uh you know, me and Ryan have tickets to go see him in live cool. pretty soon. Uh, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. What I think yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's welcome to my world. <laughs> Ryan. All the time I'm like, oh, I forgot about those. <laughs> Rick's like, it's in uh, pen on my calendar. Yeah. <laughs> um this movie, like I liked that it it departed from trying to be strictly a Christmas carol. Mm, right? Mm. I like that it 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 followed the basics and the plot line and kind of took it that way, but it did have like enough departure that it wasn't, um, it wasn't too boring to watch a retelling. Right. So that's my problem with Mickey's Christmas Carol. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Mickey's Christmas Carol too fall too closely follows the story. Whereas the Muppet Christmas Carol it follows the story pretty close too, but they inject some humor and some dialogue and some stuff in between, right? I mean, the only thing that makes a Muppet Christmas Carol what Gonzo. it is is, is Gonzo no. narrating well, with Rizzo the Rat. Well, that and then and Michael Caine committing so hard to the role. Oh, yeah, I've seen why it. is Michael Caine in a Muppet movie? It's so good. Oh, oh that I saw so a bunch good. of memes about that recently about Michael Caine in, in the Muppet Christmas movie. I mean, he treats yeah. the whole movie like a car seat or car crash. Yeah. Does any does anybody have a Wouldn't it be fun to just walk around screaming at puppets all day though? <laughs> yes. I feel like that's what I do on this podcast. <laughs> um do you ever like when you watch a movie and then you sit around and think about it and stuff just makes you laugh randomly? Did that happen to you in this movie at all? There's some really funny parts in this movie. I haven't had time to sit around and think about this movie. Oh, Since I, right I just now, watched it yesterday. It. That scene when they're like, you can see her nipples. <laughs> they're like, you can barely see her nipples. And they're really looking. <laughs> 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 they're like, we can barely see them. And they're really it looking. It is funny how they keep like destroying the standards and practices lady with pieces <laughs> yes, of yeah, scenery yeah. and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> uh, That actually, and they're really looking, is a line that's been used in my household mm. for since I've been in this household. Right. And they're really, it's, it's just always, you know, no, like I said, my wife loves this Referring movie. to this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Bill, do you know who the, do you know who Buster Poindexter is? Why would I ask you this question? <laughs> no, that sounds like a made up name from a Dilbert comic. There used to be a band called the New York dolls. Okay. And Buster Poindexter was in that band, and then he went off solo, and he made a song called Hot, Hot, Hot. Have you ever heard that song? Uh, I don't think so. I'm feeling hot, hot, hot. Ryan, play it. <laughs> I thought he had it ready oh. to go. Um, that's the taxi driver, the Ghost of Christmas oh, Past. Oh, the like, crazy-looking guy? Yeah. Okay. Um, do you know who Carol Kane is? No. Okay, so she's the Ghost of Christmas Present. Okay. She's, she's the one that beats him up all the time? Right. Okay, just wonder if you know who these people are, because they're like, well, I guess Buster Poindexter doesn't matter, but um, Carol Kane, she's like real famous. She's in a lot of things. Princess Bride. Yeah, yeah, like the Princess Bride. When she's the like wife of Miracle Max, she's with Billy Crystal there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Anyway, okay, let's 
keep going. Just wanted to get some context back there. Okay. Okay. No, I agree with the, with uh, most of the sentiment here. Just it's a good. I like this movie. I I think that Bill Murray is a little over the top in his Bill Murrayness, like we've said. Yeah. But the modernization of the tale, Bill Murray being the the that guy makes sense. I think he just overdoes it. What do you think the best Bill Murray movie is, Rick? Or no, I shouldn't put it that way. I should say, what's your favorite Bill Murray movie to watch? That a movie that he's in, or that it's a Bill Murray vehicle. If he's in it, it's a Bill Murray movie. It is. I think so. Like so, Caddyshack's a Bill Murray movie. Sure, and so is Zombieland. Uh, okay. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, I'd have to. I'd have to think about it. Yeah, that's a tough one. For me, yeah, why don't hands we... down, oh. it's Groundhog Day. Yeah, yeah, that is a really good one. That's in the that, that's that the does right make era. the cut. Um, let me let me think on that for a few minutes. Let me let me look at some when, things. When you talk about movie lines being quoted in your house, mm. yeah, and how uh, and they were looking real hard is quoted in your house. Yeah, and that first step's a doozy. One of, no, the one that's <laughs> quoted probably most in my house is, what if there is no tomorrow? There wasn't one today. <laughs> uh, well, okay. So, it doesn't seem cool. No one's going to think this is... My favorite Bill Murray movie is Meatballs. I've never seen it. It's so good. <laughs> It's a, it's a summer camp 80. I mean, it's a summer camp movie. Okay. And let's put it on the list. Let's watch Meatballs. I haven't watched Meatballs in so long. Next season. Boob movies. <laughs> yeah, but there's, but there's no real boobs in it. It is a, it's weird. It's a boob movie sans boobs. <laughs> weird. <laughs> I know. Well, do you know what a boob movie is? I, I imagine Bill? so. <laughs> right. Well, do you? Like, did you ever watch boob movies? <laughs> Probably not. Where was that dropped from? What was I? What movie were we talking about? Uh, boob movies. I think you were actually <laughs> talking about meatballs oh. when we were watching Big Trouble in Little China. Maybe. Maybe. I just there were these movies that were like just meant to have like topless ladies in them. And what's funny about those movies is some of them are good, but then also what they used to do when me and Ryan were young. <laughs> Uh, on on like, planet Earth, where was I? <laughs> we don't know. We haven't established haven't that yet. The egg yet. Uh, the USA Network would show these movies at like in the evening mm-hmm. at nine o'clock at night, ten o'clock at night, but with all the boobs cut out. Like, so it was like I'm watching Bikini Car Wash Company with no boobs in it. Why am I watching this movie? <laughs> but it was still kind of fun. <laughs> uh yeah, it's a weird movie. But meatballs is meatballs is like for kids. Kids could watch meatballs. <laughs> I doubt that. I I don't. I think let's we're gonna find out when we watch it next season tonight. Next season, yeah. Tonight. I'm I'm not spending Christmas night watching meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> Gather around, children. <laughs> you know what's weird? Just yesterday or day before, I sent you guys a GIF GIF of a scene from Meatballs. Oh, yeah? A guy eating a bunch of hot dogs. Right, right. That's from Meatballs. This is the year Fink beats the stomach. Okay, anyway, that's my favorite Bill Murray movie. Okay. 
I think mine might be Kingpin. Oh yeah. That one's oh, pretty yeah. a pretty good Bill Murray movie. And I don't remember not... liking that movie very much. No, you didn't like it you very didn't. much. <laughs> Bill Murray is good in that movie. Yeah. Also. And he's not doing and he's not being Bill Murray. He's not yeah, he's not doing Bill Mil- Bill Murray bullshit. Right. He's just yeah, playing no, a good character. Yeah. We just, just completely destroyed Bill's whole thing about Bill Murray. Um Okay, so what else about this? what what so let's talk about this movie a little bit. Well, I mean, it's you know the plot line. It's hard because it's yeah, right. Well, but but this is what's fun. Like, if you see good improv comedy, which exists, uh-huh. Um Yeah. One, Sometimes one of the more fun things to do is watch people do improv around like Shakespeare or an improv Christmas Carol or improv fairy tales. You know what I mean? Like those, those are some of the most fun shows you go to because they don't have to worry about plot plots developed for them and everyone knows the plot. So they can just go with the idea. We know where we're going with this. You know where we're going with. So we just get to play in the margins and have fun with it. And the plot carries itself and we all know where it's going. And that's what's kind of fun about this movie, right? Is that mm. you, you, there's, no, there's no suspense. There's no, I wonder what's going to happen. Or there's no, what story are they trying to tell me here? It's just them playing around and having fun in that vehicle. And that right. was kind of fun. That was kind of a fun ride to go on, I thought. Well, and modernizing it a little bit and putting in things from the late 80s, early 90s that were relevant then to, like, apply to the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. found yeah, where I the drop was from, Rick. What was it from? Episode 72. This movie is the same as Cat in the Hat, where we talked about weird science. Yeah, that's a boob movie. Yeah. <laughs> With no boobs in it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad that you and I are on the same page of what a boob movie is, and it doesn't have to have oh, yeah. boobs in it. No, not at all. It could be real clean, yeah. but it's still you can you know what this yeah. is. <laughs> this makes no sense. I, I, I know why I turned it on. Right. right. I didn't get what I was hoping for, but I know why I'm watching it. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, okay. So, on that note, yeah. we should probably take a break. Yeah. Yeah, I'm disappointed in this episode. We'll talk about it after the we, break. You've got some time. You maybe you can redeem. No, it, right? No, that's not the problem I'm having. We'll tell you after the break. Oh, good, good cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah. Check out. Shit, I forgot what it's called. It's in Portland. It's the hair place. Um, man, they've been sponsoring us for two years. What's it called? Um, uh, it's called Hairpin Salon. That's what it's called. Yeah. Check out Hairpin Salon in Portland. Google it. Hey, guys, I got some good news. What? I just got an email from the IRS that they owe me $600. Uh, I just got to fill out this sheet of paper and I'm going to get it. So I'm going to do that real quick while you guys are here. Sweet. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> The, now, the, the they IRS love tracking people down to give them money. Right. Well, I know. Well, and I think it's probably fine because like it's it's contact us at, at or contact us IRS at gmail.com. <laughs> no, it was actually their their email seems pretty legit. It was IRS, but it also was hang on, I'll get it to you in just a second here. 
it, it was like IRS something something at healthyfoods.gov. I was like, <laughs> yeah. it seems so that's, fine. That's probably the domain that they use. <laughs> Legit, yeah. I think so. Well, what could hurt to give them my social security yeah, number and, and some yeah, banking 20, account information? 20 bucks processing fee, and then you'll get your $600. I got a call once from oh. uh, the IRS that was mm-hmm. asking me for information like that. And I was like, where are you calling from? And he like gives me the address of the IRS headquarters in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, you're not. Like that that is definitely not where this call center comes from and, and right. you, i'm you know send me an email with a legitimate irs.gov uh website and then he was just like fuck you and hung up <laughs> <laughs> um, so i what i don't understand is why you know the us government doesn't why don't they just actually get like irs.com instead of mr and then a bunch of letters mr at home kitchen stuff.com it seems like IRS shouldn't use that one. It would just yeah. get confusing. I'm but surprised I'll... they use dot coms at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> it seems like the dot govs would be better. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, IRS, you know, I get it. IRS.gov was already taken by uh, McDonald's. It's a weird world. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I go to IRS.info for all of my tax needs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so when we went to break, I said I was a little disappointed in the episode. And I think the problem is I, I, I'm leaning toward you might have liked this movie a little bit, but it's... Why would... Um, see, this is what I hate about you <laughs> uh-huh. and everything you are. Uh-huh. You're disappointed that I might like a movie that we watch. Because you don't have anything to say about it. I have had plenty to say about it. Like what? You like A Christmas Carol at Bill Murray's kind of fun? We've... T- yes. We've, <laughs> we can have... We can have meaningful, informed conversation about something that we all enjoy and agree on. Sure. Plus, okay. You know so what? Let's... You know what? Not only okay. not only that, but but not not one week ago. Uh huh. You told me that we should maybe be more like some other podcast and that we sure. should not reveal how we felt about something and be positive and talk about the things we like about movie right. and then reveal how we feel about it. I still agree with that. Yeah. But the problems I'm like having currently wrinkle. is that I usually am waiting for the other foot to drop, mm-hmm. but, but I don't see it coming. We haven't got time. to the kilometer yet, have we? That's true. I guess we're going to find out, won't we? Yeah. We should probably All get right. to the kilometer. We should probably. Fine. Let's do it. <laughs> We should probably get to the kilometer. Oh, why do we have All to right. listen to this crap? <laughs> uh, Two seconds. Bill. Up. This movie sucks. <laughs> Scrooged. <laughs> this movie what really Scrooged is- the pooch. <laughs> uh, By Charles what Dickens. What did you guys think I would think of Scrooge? Wait, what do you think we thought you'd think of Scrooge? I think Duh. you thought I would hate Bill Murray and not know who any of the guest <laughs> stars or comedians are and that I wouldn't get why it was funny. And I would be upset that it wasn't more like the Muppet Christmas Carol or <laughs> Mickey Mouse Christmas Carol and that you thought I would give it a 31. Did it's you like have your microphone on? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Ryan's like, he's not going to who Bobcat Goldthwait is and he's going to be too Bill Murray-ish. <laughs> and... I guess 30 and Rick guess 20 or 32 and 20. <laughs> See, I know you guys better than you know me. 
Uh, no, I actually enjoyed this movie. I thought it was fun. I did like the way it played in the margins. And I gave it a 62. Double what I thought you thought I'd think. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that this movie is now a possible Christmas season rewatch year by year? I'm not, I, I wouldn't call it an annual. I would call it a periodic. Put it in the playlist, right? maybe. Like every three, four, five years. Be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'd watch that again sort of thing. Did yes. you watch this with your family? No. Or would you or did you? I did not. Um, I started a couple of movies that were assigned to me. And this mm-hmm. is not one of the ones I was like, oh, I need to watch this with my family. This was one I just watched. There was a different one that I stopped and was like, oh, I'm going to wait and watch this with my family. Oh, mm-hmm. when it was over, would you would you go back and watch it with your family? Um, Only if they were interested in it. Mm-hmm. Well, if you were sitting around watching The Muppet Christmas Carol, which I do, would you be like, then you'd be like, hey. There's this other Christmas Carol movie no, we should watch. No, it's called Scrooged. The thing is, like, there's there's a different tier that this doesn't quite reach, <clears throat> right? So okay. the tier of like Muppet Christmas Carol and Elf, uh huh, right? This those are ones I'd be like, oh, we got to watch that. We haven't watched that yet this year. You know, Home Alone, right? Mm-hmm. Things like that yep. that we watch every year. Sure. Uh, this is not that. Got it. My I kids think really Elf liked, is... oh, they're obsessed with the one. We watched it last year. They're like Ryan Spirited. Reynolds. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that one's good. It's not that good. It's pretty good. I think that, it's okay. I think I'd rather watch, I'd rather watch that this year than Elf. Yeah. We already watched Just because I think, I think Elf has worn out its welcome. <laughs> it's so good. Like, it's so I like Elf. I, yeah. There's some parts of Elf that are it's like. pretty aggressive. It, it drags too much in certain parts. Uh-huh. And I like it, but I don't. I watch that every few years. Well, I mean, I, gotta, I have kids. I have to watch it every time. I think, but I think uh, Will Ferrell's it's a little, no Christmas o- vacation. A little oversaturated at this point. Didn't you watch it on this podcast? Did I? Did I watch Christmas Vacation? <laughs> I, don't think I think I that did. was a Christmas movie we missed. Uh, maybe Bill lied. I told him to watch it. I think you watched it one year because I made you watch Christmas Vacation, like in, as a no, friend. I do think we watched it on the podcast. But I don't. I don't remember. Uh, I remember 150 I hate episodes Chase. in. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, anyway, Scrooge. It was decent. Good. So sixty. I like it. Sixty-two on the kilometer puts it right above Layer Cake at sixty, and right below White Men Can't Jump at sixty-five. That yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> okay. It's a weird list. Um. Okay, so next week, I want to watch a movie that I've never seen before. I think you mean next year. Do I? Next season. Next season? For the first episode of next on season. January, with on our, January 1st, 2024. So we're actually going to... I don't know how me and Ryan are going to actually, des- we may decide have, I don't our... Know, we may have an album in there. I don't know. It'll just I don't be know whenever how, next I, season starts, right? I don't know how me and Ryan are going to determine your kilometer ranking because we don't know what the kilometer is going to look like next year. But we'll figure it out. Um, This is a movie I've never seen before, uh, but I've heard about it for years and years of my life. Ryan, I don't know if you've ever seen it before. I have seen it once many, many moons ago. Okay. Um, It's the Albert Brooks vehicle, 
Defending Your Life. Uh, written, directed, and starring, I believe. Yes, yes. Everything is all Albert Brooks. I think I only know him as Marlon from Finding Nemo. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's, that makes sense. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right. Um, okay. So, Bill, we'll talk to you next time. Okay. That's it. Bye. Season three. It's a wrap. On Christmas, get it? Wrap? <laughs> Like a gift? <laughs> See what you did there. Like a gif. Okay. I think he's going to... Uh... Okay, full disclosure. I'd never seen it before. People love this movie. Mm-hmm. They say it's amazing. I watched it, and I didn't realize it was such a romantic movie. Right. But it does have a... It has the same saccharine thing that... For get Paris had right that that 90s. I think he's gonna like it yeah but it's it's much better than that oh yeah for I actually sure. thought this movie I thought this movie was older than it is too this movie's from like ninety one or something yeah, ninety one it looks I thought this older. movie was from like the eighties or even late seventies yeah um because I had never seen it um I'm not the biggest Albert Brooks fan but I don't have anything but I do like him right I I don't dislike him in any way and this is. Like we said, this is all in Albert Brooks. It's all his humor. It's all, you know, this is him, right? Yes, yes. So, uh, but I don't think Bill's going to, I think he's going to like this movie. I think he might like it too. And I'm going to go 70. I'm at a 65. All right. In the log. Okay, well, we're there. We're there. Get used to it. I'm so used to it. Well, I think it about wraps it up for this week. I really want to thank all of the listeners out there. We really do appreciate you. Please take a minute to check out our socials. We are on Instagram at Miseducation of Bill. We are on Twitter at Miseducation of Bill. And please, please email us at Miseducation of Bill at gmail.com. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and like us on all of your favorite podcast apps. You can find us on all of the major apps, Spotify, Apple Music, and anywhere else you can find your podcast. A special thanks goes out to Wyatt Only and The Wreckage for letting us use their music on the podcast. You can find them on Spotify and at woatw.com. Um, okay, well, we'll talk to you guys next week. See what he links of the defending your life. Defending your life. All right, bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.